All right, welcome to a very special episode of Gaming Historia. Andy and myself are going to be handling this one because it's game-related, but also much more about sportball. Yeah, sportball. The whenever you're hearing this, we will be a day or two away from the World Cup. Oh my Starts god, 13th, I'm so right? I'm so excited and yet so sad for multiple reasons. Right, so it starts on Wednesday. Oh, it starts on the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I think Wednesday so, or Thursday, yeah. Yeah, so you'll hear this on the 11th, or it goes up on the 11th. So in two days oh, from whenever you're listening to this, a month of chaos. Oh, begins. God, I'm excited. Oh, I'm, tingly, so I'm tingly, I'm tingly. Yep, so we're going to start first with the update that FIFA did for free this year on, the, on uh, FIFA 18 for the... Russia 18 World Cup. Um, just we're going to kind of go over that a little bit and then we're going to have some fun just BSing about yep. what's happening with the World Cup, which will also relate to your video game, to your FIFA, because it is, you know, all this information is going to be appropriate to FIFA as well because they've been pretty close on on the actual teams, except for one, which I will discuss. Oh, boy. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so what they've done, and Andy hasn't really spent any time on this. I spent a little bit of time, and I was like, eh. Um, so in 2014, they released an actual World Cup game. The whole game was World Cup. Yep. It was good. It wasn't amazing, but I played it quite a bit. With this one, they did an update where you can play through the tournament as any one of the 32 teams, or you can play Ultimate Team. And so, here's what I'm going to throw at you, Andy, and see what you think about how the ultimate team works. But if you go through the regular tournament, you just pick a team like Russia or Portugal or, or Peru, whoever. Yeah. You play through the World Cup. And the they added 12 new stadiums, so all the Russian stadiums that, that are going to be featured during the World Cup. And they have additional uh, commentary that has been recorded for it. So, it's it's a pretty significant upgrade what they put into the game. Um with the ultimate team, the, it's fine. It works just like ultimate team, but it's all World Cup people. So for the most part, as long as you're not pulling somebody from like, well, we'll just go with TNT. We'll just go with uh, with Tunisia. As long as you're not pulling like players from Tunisia, you're pretty much getting players you know and you want. Right. Um, but here's the problem that I had. I was playing game two of my ultimate team World Cup, and one of the commentators says... You know, the transfer they put in for this game, I think it's really going to help them out going forward. Yeah. And I, and I was like, this is the World Cup. You don't do transfers. <laughs> right, right, it's, right, right. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. So that's my problem. How how do you feel about those little things? I mean, I get it, but you know, does it ruin it for you? No, yeah. Yeah, you know, with the, with the ultimate team stuff, man, I I get it. it. It's a cool concept, but I just, I've always just ex- preferred the authentic experience. I never liked building this dream team of stars like Ronaldo and Griezmann and whoever. I'm looking, I'm looking at their website, so I'm kind of cheating. Now I'm looking at the ultimate team right. stuff, but <sighs> yeah, and, and you know, it... <sighs> It doesn't ruin the the game, I guess, because the game is essentially the same, and they, it's just kind of a skin they slap on it, and it's you know a play. I, I've watched gameplay of it, and it plays the same, but I just I've always worried that these things were kind of a cash grab, and I could be wrong, but you know they take the the base game and they and they 
tidy it up a little bit and then they resell it to people and people people dig it and then they buy it and if they already have fifa 18 it's like oh my god this is the same experience yeah i mean it's it's a free update which is cool but now it's a new ultimate team the one thing i do like is whenever you buy a pack you also get a pack for the regular ultimate team so you're not you're not. You're getting. You're getting twice as many packs. Basically, you're okay. getting a free pack. I thought it was. I thought you had to pay extra for it. That's my mistake. I apologize. No, it's the updates free. You do have to buy the packs. Okay. Okay. But you get a pack for your regular, non World Cup Ultimate Team as well. Sure. Which is fine. I just I have a problem with, you know, like Mueller playing up front with Neymar to yeah, to his I mean, left. And you're right. It just it kills, his right. it kills the dynamic. Yeah, because you can yeah. you can build you can have eleven guys and you, you're right, like you said, Suarez and you can have Ronaldo and you could have eleven forwards essentially playing on the field. Yeah, and, I'm and like, that what just is, kills you exactly. So and it's all different nations. Exactly. So, the, so the, what, it doesn't what like I love about Cup. soccer, and it's just, I, I guess a lot of baseball fans will say it's just the purity of it. I mean, and people excel in certain positions, and when you have, like, 11 all-stars on a team, it just becomes an all-star game. And it's like, eh. You know, yeah. I'd rather get the authentic experience with, you know, just classic teams and people playing where they're supposed to. Yeah, I I agree, and and for the most part, your players end up where they need to play because that's where they're going to be best. But you do end up with your all star team, depending on how much money you spend and how much money you've saved up from previous years, because you, your coins carry over. Right. But ultimately, you just have all the best players, and you know, for me, and that's what they're turning into the esports side of the game, which I think is dumb because I want to take in a team. And, you know, if if you're going to make this game, if you're going to make FIFA an esport. You need to you need to let players pick an actual team, not build their team. Exactly. Un, unless the people who are going to be playing the esport get unlimited access to every player and they can build the team they want. Like, well, the funny thing too that you mentioned this is me and my buddy back in the day used to be. I've gone through cycles through this, so we initially started, and I can remember I can remember summer days back in high school playing. This is this is how much of a dork I was. We played FIFA, whatever it was, like. 12 you know fifa 08 and um we went to we went to pro evolution and we would play the ultimate team style where you built a team but we would make sure that we drafted defensemen like some of my early picks were like i'm like i need to get this guy like he's like the stronger guy in the defensive line so yeah, it's just uh, the ultimate team concept is it's just kind of screwy, and you have to. It only works and really well in certain situations, but for the most part, it's just eh, I'm very meh on it. Yeah, see, so so this year, every year I get Mueller. Mueller's my favorite yeah, player out there. Um, I generally will pick up Iron Robin as quick as I can, and this year I pil- I picked up. Polichuk what is Robin like? Fifty now? How old is that guy? Something like that. Jeez but he, he no longer he he doesn't dive anymore. I think he's oh, afraid of breaking the head. But but he's still fast and he can still deliver and stuff like that. I'll pick up Ozil. Um, but I, I added Polichuk in this year. Yeah. I got a one of the special like uh, Scream Team Halloween Polichicks, and he's not the highest rated player. You know, if I put a Ronaldo in there, he's technically a better player. But for my strategy and my makeup, he was perfect. But if I'm going to an eSport tournament and I don't put Ronaldo and Messi and, right. uh, yep. you know, who's, uh, let's see, Hummels, 
and Boateng. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. and who's who's the big goalkeeper right now? Um, um, you know, either Neuer or Neuer's good. Yeah, and uh, Laurie from France is pretty good. Yeah, Larice. <laughs> like if I'm not using yeah. them, um, I'm up a creek. You know, I'm not I'm not playing. It's not like a fighting game where. I learn how to fight with this character based on his movesets. You just pick, I just a, have to have you just pick a bunch of players. guys, right? Right. And you have to have the best defensive men, the best midfielders, the best attackers, and they just have to have some kind of chemistry. And generally you get that chemistry just by, you know, you pick up some Real Madrid players and some Bayern Munich players and you'll have the chemistry you need. Right. And there's plenty, I mean, the benches on both of those teams are super deep. So, you know, but I don't want to play with Ronaldo. Right. I, I don't have a problem against him, but I don't want to be forced to put Ronaldo. I want Polacek in there because the I like the kid and he's he's a fun player to play with in the game too. And you know, I, I had a lot of fun for the first couple months of FIFA Ultimate Team because everybody was still getting their teams together and Polacek was able to to hold up against the other teams and stuff. But then I started going up against people that was it was just you know some of the icons. You know, I'd go up against people that had. Ronaldo, Henri, and oh my God, Henri! Wow. I think Ronald. I think Ronaldinho. Which one? Was, the the one that married three women. Uh, no, the he just retired. What, like three, four years ago? That's Ronaldinho. You talking about like, the skinny guy with the long hair? Yeah, that's Ronaldinho. That's the, he married like three. He married two women in Brazil. It was a big deal. Like he took oh, two wives at the same him. time. Yeah. Good for mm-hmm. him. But yeah, I, I think they had him as an icon also. And I was like, this is their, this is their, <laughs> this is the front. I haven't even looked at the rest. And I have, at the time, I had like Mueller, Polachek, and like a nobody. Like I mean, an okay striker, okay forward, but not Ronaldo and, right, and right. Henri. Yeah. And I'm like, how am I supposed to handle Henri? Um so, and then whenever you take over the World Cup, it really kills it because you no longer have the strong identity that you have with the nation that you're supporting or playing. Yeah, against. I mean, you're doing you're doing an ultimate team, and you can just do that in the base game. I mean, you can essentially yeah. just build your team. I, I just, I have always seen these these World Cup games as just kind of extensions and skins, and it. You know, I watched the video of it, of some of the videos of it, and it looks okay, but. If you're playing FIFA 18 and you can you can pretty much do everything you need to do already with the base game, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so it's cool they did it, but it it does. I wish they would have done like they did with 14 and bring out a whole new thing. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm with you. You know, but this was cheaper and they can make more money, and that's what EA is all about. Yeah. Um, and FIFA 19, from what I've seen so far, they're not do- they they just started showing stuff about it today. Really, it looks like. There's not a whole lot of stuff that they're going to change. They're going to just tighten it up a little bit as they push towards... Was this FIFA 19 you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. So not many changes, but they're going to tighten everything up so that it's a more yeah, e-sport-friendly I mean, game. This, it's, what's, it's the same thing that happens with Madden every year. It's just they take the same game and fix a few things and update the rosters. And there, that's a reason there's, right. a lot of the, there's a lot of people out there that will buy Madden 16... And just keep updating the rosters because it's essentially the same game with some different variances. And, you know, that's kind of why I've gone back and forth between PES and FIFA is um, I started with FIFA, loved FIFA, and then I got my hands on Pro Evolution Soccer during the PS2 era, and it was Unreal. Unreal is the most fun I've ever had playing a game. And then 
um, FIFA decided to step it up again, and PES just PES just PES just fell off a, a cliff. I don't know, like they forgot right. how to play. Um, their their um, their big issue was with the <coughs> online component. I guess the online matchmaking oh, was just a absolute hot garbage, and FIFA's was uh, was really good. Um, and yes. since then, it's really kind of it's just kind of a toss up, whatever one you prefer. I mean, you know. Uh, PES yeah. is more of an action-y type game, and FIFA is very true simulation style, but um, I mean, you can't go wrong with either game, but yeah, I mean, just kind of, it's kind of interesting how it will go in the future. These games get released every year, and it's what more, you know, other than graphic updates and and, and um, the way the players look and, and facial recognition and all, is it, it's pretty much the same thing. The so this year may be one to really watch because it sounds like so Konami has said that Pez is undergoing a huge overhaul Whoa, for this year. Wow! So I'm hoping they show some of the stuff at E3, um, which whenever this goes up, E3 will be happening. That it'll be the final day of E3, I think. Yeah. So so check out Gaming a Story because we'll put stuff and. I'm sure Andy and I will be all over if they do a big FIFA thing. We'll be writing up all kinds of stuff. Um, what engine is uh, is it? The Fox engine at FIFA or is that yeah. PES that uses? It's like the uh, the one that Pez uses Go Fox, ahead. the yeah. Metal Gear engine. Fox engine. It looked really. Yeah. I think in FIFA was using like the Frostbite or something. Yeah. They yeah. Use I mean, I mean both games look pretty darn good. It's just, I guess, it's just a matter of preference. I mean. I played both of them. I I played the new PES and I played the new FIFA, and they're definitely they're definitely different experiences for me. And I could be wrong, but the PES game just felt a lot smoother, and FIFA just kind of felt yeah. herky jerky. Like I didn't really like yeah. the motions. It just kind of felt like when you when you flicked a guy left and right and stopped him reverse and whatnot. It just felt like it was just kind of like unnatural. And Pez just flowed a lot better. That's just me, but um, you know these games are are advancing so far in their graphical stage that they're you can't go wrong either way no and for me fifa is more of the video game soccer and pez is more of the i really like soccer and i know the strategy and stuff and so i'm going to play pez and it's right because you need to know you know setting up offside traps you need to know where positioning needs to be you need to know all these you know things that people casual watchers the first thing I have to explain to anybody is what offsides is. Right, um, right. You know, like tonight I was listening to a game. It was uh, it was at Vancouver and Orlando, and they got a goal because one of the players was behind the goal about to come on. Yeah. And the guy was like pretty far offsides from what I was listening to on the radio. He's pretty far offsides, but he was considered onside because the guy was coming into play, even though he wasn't even on the field yet. Right. So it's you know there's there's some very confusing rules in it, and FIFA is very good at getting you to learn those rules. Yeah. Pez kind of wants you to already know them. Right. Right. Um, right. Yep. You know, and the the deeper strategies. You know what uh uh the advantages of the you know the different formations like a uh four two. Four two two or whatever the hell it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah four two like four, four two two, four two five or three. I think three, it would two, be five, a, well, there's eleven guys in the field, so four two four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a four two four or a five five three five, yeah, five, whatever the hell they are. I know what you're is. talking about. Yeah, Sorry. all the all the different things. Like you need to know each one of those and, and yeah. what they're good at and what they're bad at and what your players 
need to be in, what kind of formations they need to be in. Pez wants you to know that. FIFA's a little bit better at explaining that stuff. FIFA does have the better story mode, I think, because... Um, they got the, well, that Alex really Hunter guy or whatever. Pez. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I'll, I'll buy FIFA and Pez every year, even if I only play FIFA for the story mode. Because yep. I'm, I'm really enjoying the journey, and I, I like what they've done with the story. So... Um, yeah, so the update's cool. I have a problem with them doing Ultimate Team. I think they should have done just a tournament. Yeah, that would have um, been fine. They made it too complicated. Countries. They did. They, I, I think it was a little bit... I mean, it's fine. I guess more content's more content. But it's just weird whenever you hear in the middle of a World Cup game, like, oh, this new goalkeeper they transferred in. <laughs> right. You ain't transferring I, anybody. It's locked I, in. No, it's locked it's just, in. It's national <laughs> team. They transfers. It's already there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. So, World Cup. Whenever this launches, we're two days off. So right now we're about five days off, four days off. Right. Um, so 32 teams are going in. For those of you who are not aware, and I know Andy's about to go off about this, uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it. The U.S. men's national team <laughs> through the craziest oh set of God. events. Oh are not God. going to be in the World Cup this year. Well, um, yeah, yeah. Well, here, this so is this isn't going to pick another team. Yeah, no doubt. I, I can't, I can't brant anymore about it. I, you know, I've done that on my own time. <laughs> um, Taylor Twelman did a real nice rant. He basically said everything I needed to say after the first, uh, after the first couple hours after uh, we lost to Trinidad and Tobago's B team. Um, <clears throat> I had an opportunity to watch, I don't know if you did, but uh, USA played France today in a friendly. I did not get a chance. Yeah, so they, had, they had all the, it was around 3 o'clock today, it was actually in France, and uh, France pretty much controlled the first uh, 42 minutes, and then some magical way, uh, Julian Green nicked a goal in like the 44th minute, and uh, USA was up one nothing until like the last ten minutes, and France got one back, um, and they ended up tying France one to one on the road in a game that some people were saying that that the US was going to lose four zero five zero maybe even six zero because it was actually France's A team. Uh, and, and France is one of the is they're one the, of the favorites. Top they're the, one of the favorites. Yeah. Um, so they their entire game they had they had Giroud out there, Pogba was out there. They had uh, Griezmann. They had their Jeez. whole team was rolling heavy. So at one point, I don't know if you'll see it, but um, Mizzy uh, the USA's guy's name is Miziaga. Um, smashed heads with Giroux, and Giroux's head opened up like a fountain. It was absolutely disgusting. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the France uh, <laughs> crowd was like completely hushed because they were worried they were going to lose him for the cup. But yeah, he right. got he got his head absolutely busted open. Um, wow. so you know, just speaking on this friendly, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm really am, but. I think there's a real bright future because all the people that were on the field for the U.S. were the kids. It was uh, it was a Josh Sargent and um, who else did they have out there? They had Bobby Check. Bobby Wood played a little bit and Julian Green again, who I thought yeah, was going to be a, Green's a monster. I thought was going to be a lot better than he is. He's he he deserves a is lot. Is he not more. doing well? He's been kind of quiet for the U.S. Um, yeah. He hasn't been getting a lot of time. Uh, Yedlin made a late showing, but they're just essentially they're playing all the kids. Um, right. And the fact that all these kids—I oh, forgot the goalie's name—but the goalie played um, 
oh, what's his? I forgot his name. It's driving me nuts. Um, younger guy, but he he held them to a one-one shutout. Um, so the future looks really, I think, really bright for them. But I think, and Taylor Twelman said it during the broadcast. He said, you know, I bet, I bet a lot of people are asking why, where were these guys during the qualification stages? And what happened during the qualification stages is pretty simple. Was it Zach Steffen? Uh, Zach Steffen, thank you. Yes, yeah. he's a beast. He yeah. was making a lot of good saves, and he looked in control. And um, I, I think it's his job to lose. Yeah, Zach Steffen. Um, but it, it begged the question, like, where was some of this youth during the qualification in the hex? And... It's you know it's finally starting to set in for me a little bit. Um, when they when they lost to Trinidad and Tobago, I was I wasn't mad. I was like I don't know what to say, how to say it. Not heartbroken, but just like crushed. Like it's a four year process, and right. they have the easiest group in the country. And the night before they play Trinidad and Tobago, Bruce Arena is saying. All of these European teams are so lucky they don't have to come to CONCACAF and play this competition. There's, that's the arrogance that's in USA Soccer right now. It's just a really disgusting arrogance. And quite frankly, the USA is where they should be right now, and that's at home. And they need to watch and, and understand what it takes to be a quality side because they're not. They're just not, and... I'm very optimistic that – I'm really trying here, man. I'm just optimistic that them missing the cup is, is going to spark something. But I, I, I don't know. It's just the, – the, I, I am primarily a college basketball fan. But when Landon Donovan scored that goal against Algeria, I had the greatest reaction, uh, spontaneous reaction in my life. Like I sprinted four laps around my house. I mean, who who does that? Um, right. We I waited three years. I watched every qualification match. I I, I remember watching the the game where they lost four zero against Costa Rica, and it was available. Yep. It was available like I could only get it on my T Mobile phone. I was watching it on my phone. And the fact that they built all this up and aren't going in a division that's absolute dog shit. I mean, they had to finish fourth out of yeah. six teams, and you have teams like Panama and Honduras, and Me- Mexico's good, and Trinidad <laughs> and Tobago. And I-, I think it's finally going to set in when the World Cup starts that they're not in it. It's just, I, I don't, there's no words to really describe how, how, how I feel about I, it. I think that, I think that losing Klinsman is, is a big hit. Because his his whole plan was, look, twenty fourteen is going to be rough. Yep. Twenty eighteen, it's we're gonna we're gonna do better, but we're not gonna be there yet, right? Because we're bringing up these this youth. Yep. And then, like you said, today against France, the youth plays, and it's like, oh my god, his plan actually worked. But we fired him because they had a you know, you, you can't put young teams up against people and expect them to win. They need right. to be out there get the experience and. Get there, and, and I hate that we got rid of Klinsman. I, I think that the dude was perfect for us. You know, I, um, I'm um i going to kind of split the difference with that. I, I liked Jurgen Klinsman a lot, and when he got fired, I, was, I understood why. But the fact that they brought Bruce Arena back was the worst decision they could have made. He, oh, he sure. is the most arrogant 
coach I can ever, you know, he's, I, I love DeMarcus Beasley to death, but he just can't play anymore. The dude's 40 and he's getting caps. Right. You, you got to move on from this. And that was just the whole, like, Bruce, and he had a, a pretty bad quote, like, during the middle of his coaching tenure about international players. Like, they need, he said something, like, to the effect of, like, our players should be American. They need to be born here. And basically alienated everyone from other countries. Jeez. And um, so when he got brought back, he was basically the safe choice. Like, steady Bruce, he's going to get us there. And when he, you know, basically came out against TNT and said, oh, before the night before TNT, he said, these teams need to be coming to, to CONCACAF and playing us. You know, in that, that locker room before that night, if I was Bruce Arena, I would tell that team, you guys have the weight of the country on your shoulders. I want you to go out there and give me everything you got. Like, literally, throw it all out there. If you have to puke your guts out to get this team into the cup. And they needed to draw. They didn't even need to win. Right. If they would have drawn against TNT, they would have gotten into the playoff against, I think it was Australia. Um they were so lethargic, and Omar Gonzalez, bless his heart, had another own goal on a big stage, and they just didn't care. And I feel horrible for Christian Pulisic, who is a new guy, and like, look, I yeah. want to play on the biggest stage. I want to play with these guys and go represent my country that I love, and we're losing to a B squad in a in a stadium right. that had, I don't know, 4,000 people there, maybe? Yeah. It was just it's, it, it was know. it was a really like as a fan like the the high I felt from from Brandon uh, Landon Donovan's goal that high if it was a ten I felt a negative ten like that night yeah. it was just like wow this really just happened yeah it was uh, it's it's pretty brutal so well let's move on let's get into the let's get into let's, the good teams let's get into, let's get into the good teams let's, yeah let's get into are U.S. replacements for this? Because <laughs> you got to go for you got to go for somebody. Yeah, and we have some favorites. You have Germany, Brazil, yep, Portugal, yep, yep. Argentina, Belgium, Poland. Poland's France. okay. Yeah, France. I I, I got to tell you, man. Even though the USA somehow tied them, I would. France has got a hell of a team. Yeah. So so who who is your who is your number one replacement? Who's who's the team you're going to root for every single time? <sighs> God, that's so hard. You know, I could go the I could go your I'm not gonna steal your team. I won't say them. I'm not I like them. <laughs> I, I appreciate them and they're gonna they do the clap thing and they'll I like that a lot. I <laughs> well, trust that, me. You're giving it away. I, did, to the I don't know if I just gave it away. That. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um we did talk about this before. I do like Japan. I think they're really I just I'm fascinated with them. They they're very technically sound. I don't think they're going to make a ton of a ton of noise. Um I would like to see a team like Costa Rica to make some noise because they're just small, such a small nation, but they're so talented and they're and they're a CONCACAF yeah. team. But ultimately, I think um like I told you before back in the day as as a kid and I've been playing with them my whole life and from I don't know if you remember Gabriel Bautista or um, Crespo, um, Argentina is my team. Um, yeah. I want to see Messi get one. Um, I want to see that team get one. I, I, has Argentina like did they win a did they win a cup with Maradona? 
I don't know. I, um... I I don't know. I feel like they might have, but they're they're kind of lost in the shuffle. I feel like they're the they're the team that's always on the cusp, but they never quite get there. Um, I like Argentina a lot. If if I had to give you, um, they won in seventy eight and eighty seventy eight and eighty six. Okay, they got a couple. That must have been yeah, Maradona. Um, if I had yeah. to give you a dark horse, and this isn't really. This is kind of unfair to call them a dark horse because they're not really. They're still a power. I think Spain's a dark horse. No one really talks about Spain anymore, yeah. but they're still just. I mean, they're still hella talented, man. They still they're still still rolling out guys like Iniesta. God bless his soul. He's probably my age, um, but like Busquets and Silva. I mean, PK. They're 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 yeah. not being discussed at all and they're just still really good um but if i have i think it's because 2010 2010 they were awesome yeah 2014 they got knocked out really early yeah and so i don't think anybody i, I don't think anybody knows to, what to make of it like yeah you know they went from amazing to meh. and if i had to give you a team and I, so that i've given you two i've given you argentina as my favorite that i want to see get through i've given you spain as kind of my middle dark horse you can't really call them a dark horse if i had to give you a true 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 dark horse i would say watch out for nigeria nigeria always gives these teams on on the world cup up they're they're a pain in the ass um, they're yeah. super athletic, and that group, that group D with Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria, it's yep. okay. I mean, after Argentina, I think any of those three teams could qualify. So um, I think because uh, Ghana's not in there, and there's always an African team that represents pretty well. I think Nar- right. Nigeria would be a very good dark horse candidate. So those would be my three kind of picks to watch out for. So okay. I, I can see Argentina making it, and I would like to see Messi win a cup. I, I think the dude's a, a stand-up guy. I think he's a very good guy. I think he's been a great player. Um, I don't think he's the workhorse that – like, the reason I like Mueller so much is because the dude never stops. Right. And, and that, I mean, if you're going to play that role and you're going to try to be the best on the pitch, then you better be running end-to-end. And, you know, you have players like Mueller to do that. Yep. Messi just kind of stays in his little spot. And, yeah, he does. you know, once once he gets the ball, all hell breaks loose. But, you know, it's the same thing that, that the reason that you don't see Ronaldo, you know, whenever, whenever Ronaldo plays, you're not just watching Ronaldo run for the goal over and over and over because half the team is on Ronaldo right. while the other half of the team is, is playing the rest of the game. And so he doesn't get the... He doesn't get to play, he doesn't get to, to show off as much as he probably should because people respect him too much for his skill. Right. But I would love to see Messi get there. But that would mean that my team, <laughs> the team I'm going for. So okay. So first, the team the team that if it comes down to to this and the other one, Germany's who I go for. Okay. I've been a German fan since day one. Um, I love the German squad right now. I love the players they have for it. Yep. Um, I think that they have now that Robin doesn't flop every single time that somebody breathes close to him. I, I I'm not embarrassed Speaking by the team. Speaking of which, now that just brings up something really quick that I'm gonna jump in here. So yeah. the Netherlands and Italy didn't get in the cup. I know this is this is the this is the most unexpected. I mean, cup. okay, so. 
But that's why. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead. So take Germany off the table because Germany's who I who I expect to be in the final and probably win. Yeah. But France and and maybe Argentina, I think, are the other two that'll be up there with them. Yep. But but I'm telling you, the next three World Cups are going to Iceland. Iceland is going to win each one. The Vikings <sighs> are coming, dude. The Vikings are going to bring it down. Let me let me you let me ask you something like here. Thor on the team. Let me ask you something here. So we're yes. talking about Italy. We're talking about the Netherlands, and I'm looking at the tables here, and I see teams like Saudi Arabia. I see teams like Iran. I'm looking at um, Serbia and Tunisia. Tunisia. I mean, I, I understand <laughs> there's a structure, and they're trying to represent. <laughs> But this is kind of the debate that goes on with college basketball all the time. There's always a debate about cutting it down to like the 32 best teams because you know you get a lot of a lot of Cinderella stories, but they typically typically right. fade out. Um, how can you not you, but how can we as soccer fans in a soccer nation justify that Serbia and uh, Morocco and Iran should be in there, but Italy and the U.S. shouldn't. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of. I mean, Russia, of course, is in there because it's in Russia, Pol- and they yeah, and politics. otherwise they wouldn't be right. Um, Saudi Arabia, uh, South Korea, yeah, Panama. I mean, come on. Nigeria. If you want to do this right, Australia, just have Morocco, it be like, a world type of qualifying where you take the best, whatever it is, 32 teams. However you figure out the math, you do the math. But, I mean, right. having a team like Italy left out for Saudi Arabia, come on. I know. So I agree with you there. But at the same point, so we know who's probably going to rise to the top. But at of the course. same point, it adds – like like who would have said a month ago or I, I guess a couple months ago that we'd be looking at Senegal and Iceland yeah. and Egypt and I mean Egypt okay maybe maybe because yep. they have they have some talent there um and Australia could possibly get out of the group stages <sighs> like really but now now I'm behind Iceland all the way. Well, there was um, last cup, if I'm not mistaken, Algeria got out of the group stages, and they actually played Germany to. Uh, I think they took Germany to extra time. Did they not? Uh, I will find out. I do not remember that. I remember I Algeria was like a surprise to get out of their group, and then I, I, I can remember. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I feel like in the last World Cup they took Germany to extra time. If I'm right on, Let's if see. I'm right on that, you owe me fifty bucks. Let me see. So 2014. 2014. It's when USA lost to Belgium. So is this... Okay. So uh, 2014, in the group stage, they lost to Belgium 2-1. to one. Yep. Well, USA got they out of the beat, group stage. They got they lost to Belgium in the, in the knockout stage. Yeah. And then, let's see. Well, it's not showing me... I mean, the thing that sticks with me most, of course, is playing... My team playing Brazil sure, sure. at home. And well, the other thing that I, um, I vividly remember is that Brazil just escaped two ridiculous games. Like Costa Rica like smashed a post to beat them. And then another right. thing, I mean, Brazil, and then they ran into Germany, which is ridiculous. That was a buzzsaw. 
Oh, it was brutal. I had a bunch of friends who were big well, Brazil the, fans over. The funny thing too is that there was a guy who bet like forty bucks that the final score would be seven to I heard seven to this. one, and he won like five hundred grand. Yeah, Could you imagine real. watching that and you're like, oh my god, Germany's up 7 nothing. I just need Brazil to score a goal. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so the I'm looking at the match summary right now of the Algeria game. Yeah. And it, I'm starting to remember it. And it was it was Shirla and Ozil were kind of the big ones in that was one, in extra time. Yeah, but Algeria, it, it, was, was, it, was a knock, it was the knockout stage, right? Yeah, it, it was, was knockout. And they went to extra time. Was, Shirla or Shirla, Shirla. and and Ozil yep. uh, got them the the extra time. Meso Ozil, talk about a club France. disappointment! Oh my god, he's been Dude, a like, flop on the club stage. Holy shit! Yeah, I know, I, I know still, you're Mister Germany, but my god, he's you, been a complete bust on the club stage. He has, but I think once he's back on his team, playing with the people that he knows, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. A beautiful so let me game. ask you while while we're talking World Cup, who are your um, who is your easiest group and who's your toughest group? Um, I can be. Do you want me to go first? I'd be more than happy to. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do I'll do. So I think the easiest cup or the easiest group is is probably. Maybe well, I would say it's either going to be Group H, which is Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. Yep. I think. I mean, Poland goes through, and then it's going to be oh, Colombia. They're think, top five. Colombia's through. Yeah, I, I think Colombia is probably through. Senegal, like Japan could Japan could nick it, but I don't know. That's yeah. That that's that's an easy group. Um, I think that one's a fairly yeah. Easy that's group. an easy and group. I, and I think Group A. Yep, is, that's mine. That's mine. Without is super simple. That's your A's, A's my easy group without a bolt with with a bullet. Um, yeah. Saudi Arabia, well, and Egypt. God bless their a, hearts. Both suck. Um, yeah. Russia is okay, but they're good enough to get through there. And Uruguay is if Uruguay's the, not going to get through. Uruguay's the class with the bullet is how they're going to get through. I'm telling yeah. you, Russia's going through one way or another. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if 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 the if the Lord and Savior of yeah. Russia has to get out on the pitch and ride his bear to get the last goal, yeah, he will do yeah. it. Russia will go through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's I think Russia's yeah. Russia and Egypt. I don't know the Uruguay, like they're they're not terrible. There's I think there's some, I think Russia and Uruguay have the clear path. That's just me. I think that group sucks, but yeah, that's just me. All right. So so here's Uruguay is going to go through with with Cavani and Suarez up front. They're gonna they're gonna be knocking them in, and then they have like uh, Nandez and uh, who is it uh, uh, Valverde, who are both kind of fresh. But well, as good. long as Suarez doesn't bite anybody, he will. But he won't get called that on guy it. is. I know that, and that dude has the teeth to do it too. So Uruguay and Russia can go through there. Um, let's, let's, let's just let's let's have real fun. Real. Let's, let's go through real quick each group. Let's just let's hammer out your yep. two picks and let's see you got. So I group A. I got I got Russia and Uruguay. Yeah, I have Russia Uruguay okay. there also. Right. 
With with Egypt as a maybe, but I think Egypt only has one, two players. Yeah, one guy. On. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Group B, I I say Portugal and that's Spain. An easy I think one. that's a no-brainer. That's an easy one, yep. Um, I think France and Denmark for Group C. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have a little fun with this one. I got France, and I'm going to take Australia, too. Really? I, I right, think so, I think Tim Cahill gets to the group stages just for just for fun. I think I'm gonna go a so, little different on that. So one. Peru has no chance, but it's it's either gonna be France and Denmark or France and Australia. I got Australia. I think there's always a surprise every cup, and I think Australia is gonna be okay, a surprise well, there. So Group D, we just have to be friendly on this one, and it's gonna be Arge- <laughs> Argentina and Iceland are going through Croatia and fine, Nigeria. Fine, fine, we'll move on. I accept. Whatever their chances may be, it has to be Iceland and Argentina. You know you what, man? See. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm gonna say Argentina and Nigeria, but fine, 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 Iceland. You, your boys get through. We'll, we will, we will watch that. We will have Discord open and be chatting. That's going to be uh, um, in all seriousness for for second spot in that group. That's going to be a tough one because Croatia ain't bad either. Um, So I I think Iceland and Nigeria, that's going to be a real fun game to watch because it's a couple of very it's going to be a very couple contrasting styles um and nigeria has always been a very offensive attacking style and iceland kind of picks their spots i'm i'm kind of curious how that's going to work out i'm not too familiar with croatia but argentina i think just has too much star power they're gonna they're gonna win all three of their games what i'm most excited about with the iceland games and one of the reasons i want them to go through is because i want the announcers to have to pronounce all those names quickly pronounce all the names Because so so Iceland is I'm a big Norse mythology fan, which is one of the reasons I'm going for Iceland. Love Vikings. Yeah. Love that everybody every single person's name on that team ends with Sun. <laughs> um, it's Halderson, Johansson, Johansson, uh, Ar- Arneson, and it's because it's son of right, know, right, right, uh, right, right, Gudmundsson. Gudmundsson. But, <laughs> but they have Hans, Thor, oh, Halderson, my God. like. It's Thor, dude. How do you root you against have, those guys? You have Freyr, which is either Freya or the brother Frey. <laughs> it, either way, it's one of them. Um, Ikari, I mean Igni or Ingi. Ingi. You have like you have like these Ingvi. I mean, there's just there's you got you gotta. You gotta want to see. I, I like though. Iceland. I do. I just I, I Nigeria is gonna be a real tough game for them. After after they, I I think that Iceland's going to come in with more confidence after the game against England, because they saw what they could pull off. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to give them a little bit of an edge. Yeah, I can and, see it. Uh, I can see it. They're a good team, man. You know. They're a real good team. I I wouldn't be surprised either way. I think Croatia is a small fish in that group, so I think I think you're flipping a coin between Iceland and Nigeria. Just to be honest with you. Yeah, but it's going to be Iceland. Okay, so, fair enough. Uh, Fine. Groupie. Ooh, this is a dude. This is I. This one's good. This has got to be. I think, in my opinion, I think this is the toughest group. Just, just looking I, through I, all of them, I, I think this is the toughest group. I'm going to say Switzerland. And. Don't do it. Go Don't do it, I'm man. Go You're Costa Rica. Brazil. Oh my God! Wow. Costa Rica, Switzerland and Costa Rica are the two I'm going to go for. I, I think it's going to be an upset. Oh wow! I like it. I think Brazil's got too much star power. I'm just looking at their squad again. I mean, you got freaking Neymar, and you got um. Is no wait, wait? Is Neymar in there? He's got to uh, be see. right. Am I missing let something? Let me see if they. Let me look real quick and see. Why the hell would Neymar uh, not be in this? I pulled up. The, I'm looking at their Sky Sports rosters. 
I see Coutinho, okay. Gabriel, Paulinho, Willian, Casemiro, Fernino. Where the am I missing something? Did he get hurt? Please tell me Let he me didn't get hurt. Uh, no, Neymar uh, should be at his peak. Okay, all right, um, all right. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, Telegraph.co.uk. No, that's fair. Uh, overview. Of that's it. fair. And and they put Neymar as their okay. Okay. Um, so. I'm gonna go. Um, I think Brazil's just got too much star power. I got Brazil, and then I got Costa Rica. I really like Costa Rica, man. They just they. Sh- right. I think they're gonna be my my gut with them is that they're gonna be super hungry from the way they just got kind of not screwed over, but just a rough break last time. Um, and CONCACAF teams just play hard in this tournament. I got I got Costa Rica coming out of there as the second team. So so the upset would be Serbia. Oh yeah, Serbia. Who the hell do they Serbia got? Serbia and Costa Rica going through. I actually did. Uh, I'll read off my. Here I'm going to do another draw. Um, I'm going to hit a couple of random draws and we'll see who they call it the end. Because because the Guardian has like their random who's going through where. Um, all right, so for Group F, I, I think this one's Germany and Sweden. I think Mexico has a chance, but I think this one's Germany and Sweden. I got Germany and Mexico. Um, I like Sweden. I'm not too uh, comfortable with their uh, offensive game without what's-his-face, Ibrahimovic. Um, yeah. I think Mexico always seems to show themselves very well at the group stage. I just I could be wrong, but I feel like ever they get through every time. Um, I got I got Germany and Mexico. That's that's okay. um, that's I'm not I'm not dying on that hill. Um, I think Sweden could nick Mexico, but I'm gonna go Germany and Mexico. Uh, Ibrahimovic is not playing. I didn't think so. The cup, yeah, they right? they kind of shunned him from the team, didn't they? Well, and I'm okay. I don't like the guy. <laughs> He's um, kind of a prick. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. And and I get it. That's who he is. Yeah, that's like his that's steal, his how shtick, he acts. His that's his, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't like him and I don't want him to to succeed. Yep. But as long as he's not playing for Switzerland, I got I'm I'm going to go for Switzerland in that group. Yep. I uh, don't I don't mind. I'm, I'm sorry, not Switzerland. Uh Sweden. So, where where did I get Switzerland was a previous Germany. One. You got Germany and Sweden. I got Germany and Germany Mexico. And Sweden. That's Sorry. we're 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 relatively. I I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, Ibrahimovic will not be in there. Yeah. Um, yep. Their big player is going to be Forsberg. Yeah. And, oh, he's a good hockey player. <laughs> God, sorry. <laughs> um, um, hey, go ahead. All right. So Group G. What a dog shit group have, this is. Oh my God. I, yeah. So we have Belgium, Panama. Yep. Fuck these guys and England. Um. And I'm going to say Belgium and England are going to go through. I'm, I'm about to. I'm, this is my upset of the tournament. You ready for this? I'm, Do not say Tunisia. No, 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 Do no, not no, say no, Tunisia. No, no. <laughs> I got Belgium winning this group, and I got Panama coming through as a second team. I watched, no, I think I watched Panama a lot during their qualification stages with in the Hex. Um, they're a really decent decently coached, sound team. Like when they played the U.S., they just seemed in step. And England always chokes on the biggest stages. Pan- I think this is Panama's first cup, if I'm not mistaken. So I got I got Belgium and Panama. I think Panama, the Panamaniacs are going to be just going nuts. And that's my two teams. Okay, um, I'm going to call out telegraph.co.uk real quick. Because they have a thing where you can vote oh. who's going to win okay. the World Cup. Yeah. 
And I was going to go and click just to see what the numbers were, yep. the team that I wanted. Iceland's not even in the Oh, voting. do you got to call Vegas and put like $1,000 on them. No shit. They have, they have Brazil, Germany, Spain, France, Argentina, Belgium, England, Portugal, Croatia, Uruguay, Colombia, and Russia. Okay. Russia. That's who Russia. they have Get as their the top hell out of here with Russia. Yeah, I know. That's stupid. All right. So final group. Group H. This, this is Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. I think it's Colombia and Poland. Well, Poland, Poland's guy. What's it? Yeah, Lewandowski. Yeah, Lewandowski. Um, I'm with you with Colombia, and I'm going to keep going crazy. I think this is going to be a crazy tournament. I got Japan coming through as a second team. I got Colombia and Japan. <sighs> what do you think of man? And, and this is and, and, and you like Japan. Japan. You like Japan. What are you doing? I do. I do like Japan, but but here's the thing: like my so so for the teams that I'm not necessarily tied to, I'm tied to the clubs that the players are in. Yeah, and Colombia has Rodriguez, who's from Bear. Rodriguez is a beast. But but then <laughs> Japan has Kagawa, who's from BVV. Don't they still have so, Honda still playing with them? I don't know. I don't yep, see Honda him in here. Is, yep, he's in. The, I, I'm looking at he? Sky Sports, and he's in their middle. I mean, Kagawa is. Uh, He's been around for a while and he knows what he's doing. So yeah, Kasugi uh, Honda. Here, here's here's um, my my overall thoughts about the all these Rodriguez, all, all these groups. Is that they're a lot of balance, man. You know when I there, it really when is. I when yeah. USA was in the group of death was was with like you had Germany, you had Portugal, and Ghana. That was the yeah. group of death. Like there's no way we could have gotten. No through. way we could have gotten through. I don't see any of these groups on here, man. I, I think the one group that we said with um with Brazil and Switzerland and Costa Rica and Germany and Mexico and Sweden, I think those two groups are really good. Um, right. I don't know if I'd call them groups of death per se. Um, I think I for the one. most part, most of these groups are pretty balanced because I think Russia's group is dog shit. But um, yeah, it is. Um, I think this. I think this cup, man, is just gonna be other than Germany because they win it every time. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be up for grabs, man. It's gonna be a real exciting tournament. So, so here's what the Guardian has whenever I did uh, a sim for the knockout stages. Um, so the round of sixteen. And if you hear my dog in the back, I, I do, but it's being, okay. He's being a bitch, all the listeners. Sorry, I'm not gonna cut it out. You just get to give me, yeah, give me. Let's let's Um, do this. Let's if you have the round of sixteen, let's 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 go ahead and let's finish this out. Let's let's pick the teams and let's do it. Okay, so I'm gonna. So I did I did the draw to to let the program pick it. Yep. Do you want me? Do you want me to read off the matchups and you tell me who's gonna? Yep. Let's do the matchups and we'll each pick our teams and let's see how we land. So round of sixteen: Russia, Portugal, Portugal. Yep. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Spain. God, Saudi Arabia got through? What the <laughs> hell is that? Yeah. Uh, Spain. Uh, yeah. Spain. Okay, Australia and Iceland. Oh, no, dude. Oh, no. Oh, and, no. And here's a great thing. France got knocked out in Group C. Oh, in this, uh... you know what? Just, just, to be, just to be your buddy because you're writing my paychecks, we're going to go Iceland. And, and they picked Iceland That's as well. That's fine. Um, Denmark, Argentina. Argentina. Brazil, South Korea. Brazil. Costa Rica, Germany. I have to go Germany. England and Poland. I got to think about this one for a second. Um, 
I'm going to go Poland here. That's who I'm going to go okay, to, so, but they have England. All right. um, well, let's just then, do what we let's just do what we pick and see how we decide. If you remember, okay. Well, once we get to the quarterfinals and semifinals, though, the uh, they send them all the way through. Okay, so it's already done. Right. So they have England, and then the final one's Belgium and Japan. Let's have some fun. Let's go Japan. Yeah, I'm going to go Belgium with That's that fine. one still. That's fine. As much as I like Japan, but they pick Belgium. Okay. I, I agree with that. So quarterfinals. Portugal and Iceland. God, do I have to just to appease you? Do I have to pick Iceland? No. All right, we. No, I gotta go. I gotta go Portugal. It's gonna be I'm Portugal. Sorry, I gotta go Portugal. Yeah. I'm gonna root for Iceland. Yeah. But Portugal will win I get that it. one. Yep. Um, Spain, Argentina. Wow. Um, because I've been I've been raising and praising them all all broadcasts. I gotta go Argentina. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Argentina. That's also, a hell Spain, of a so matchup if that happens. Oh yep. my God. They pick Spain for that one. Uh, Brazil and England. I think Brazil's got too much. Yep, Brazil's who they pick, and Germany and Belgium. Germany's got too much for them. Yep. Semifinals is going to be Portugal versus Brazil. <laughs> Man, um, you you make your pick. Let me think about this one. I I'm going to pick Brazil because I I don't. I don't want, well, there's two reasons I'm going to pick Brazil. <laughs> but but the first is I don't want to see Portugal go through. Um, <laughs> but also because I want to see the final that I think will happen if we get to this point. All right. I'm going Brazil too. And then Spain and Germany. Oh, God, I got to go Germany. And so that puts us at the final. Oh, my God. And Germany's going to win 7-1 to one again. <laughs> and they oh, pick Brazil as the winner. No way. Wow. And what justice that would be for Brazil. Um, I, I that, Yeah. You know what? That would be a... I don't see it happening that way. But it would be it would be quite the cool image. Now, is there a way to... Can you do it where you where we have those the round of 16 and then you just let's pick our teams and watch them go through without, without auto-populating uh, it? Let me see. Or, um, it doesn't matter. World this is fun. I'm having Cup fun with this. Pick. World Cup pick them. What is this? Oh, you make money. Making some money, buddy. Oh, I don't want to pick them. It's okay. It's not a huge deal. It's, um, it's, it's truly a toss-up. And I, I do. I, I, it's just. I really like Argentina. And I really think Germany could win it. The problem with Germany is that winning back-to-back cups is just, it doesn't happen very often. Right, it doesn't. But this team has barely changed. They haven't changed. They're the same damn team, and they're just so mechanical, and they're so thorough, and they're just, oh, God. Um, and who was it that FIFA picked? Let me see who they picked real quick. Um, I'm going to say Saudi Arabia. <laughs> just kidding. They've they've been pretty accurate in the past, so let me see who they got. Um, another, th- let's see. Man, bury the lead like a motherfucker on this. One. Where is it? Um, Egypt is probably Egypt, right? I'm, let me I'm see. Just well, let's see. Take the well. I don't know where it is. FIFA World Cup Simulator 2018. It's all good, brother. I thought they. I thought FIFA picked, and it was a little bit of an upset. Um, 
You know, you didn't mention you mentioned Iceland is your is your Iceland's your favorite team, but who is (laughs) I hate to be a dick, but who is your realist? (laughs) Germany is no 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 no. no. Who is your realistic dark horse to win the whole thing? They're not a team that you like. I know you like Iceland, but who is your dark horse? Because I said mine is um I said mine is Spain because they're they're not being talked about. That's my. So Spain is my dark horse that's really good. And then I think my my super quiet team, I think, is Nigeria, just because I've seen them play in the cup before, and they're just really dangerous. So who do you got? Um, I'm going to guess. I have a guess. I'm going to say your guess. dark horse is Uruguay. Is who? Uruguay. I was going to pick Uruguay, but I'm not sure they're a dark horse. I, I think they're a, a solid team. Yeah, they're team good. They're good. With proven results. Yeah. I think my dark horse is actually England. I like it. I like it. They're they're really, because they're really they're, talented. They're a great and team group that chokes nonstop. Um, but they choke every World every, Cup. Every so World Cup without fail. That's, that's my dark horse is to see England go up against Iceland in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> and lose in uh, extra time to uh, Iceland. Man, I, I but but yeah, I, I think I see England going there. I think Iceland gets out. If Iceland makes it to the quarterfinals, I will be just as, I will be almost as happy as I, I will was. fly down to Texas and we'll have a whatever we'll have a barbecue. Do. We'll eat some we'll eat some rattlesnake or whatever the hell you people eat down there. <laughs> We, we just barbecue what everybody barbecues like steaks uh-huh, and uh-huh. yeah you do like rattlesnakes and cow critters and, and whatever you guys eat down there whatever's walking by yeah. after hey you look a squirrel let's kill there. it <laughs> there's a there's an opossum let's <laughs> throw them all <laughs> well yeah this yeah I, I i think this is gonna be a great cup man i'm i'm just dope yeah. I'm, I'm liking these groups they're pretty balanced and um at the same token i'm nauseated the fact that our our team isn't in it us i i feel the same and there's there's plenty of countries feeling the same pain yeah no doubt so who is so who do you predict in the final and who do you predict to win realistically well i don't know if i'm doing this appropriately because i don't know how the things are going to line up after the uh thing you know brackets are moved around or whatever and groups line up but um I'll just I'll pick my two best teams and the team that i think is going to win and i think argentina and germany are the two best teams and I, I I think Messi gets it. I think Messi gets his cup. I put I put France and Germany. Yep. And I hope it's not that because my heritage is French. Oh, I, God. Was, I was born in Germany. <laughs> I'll be you, torn. You'd be but, torn, yeah. Yeah, but I still... It's, it's the same thing whenever the U.S. was playing against Germany. I was torn because yep. yep. I'm, I'm a citizen of both countries. So okay. I was like, who do I go for? So... Um, but ultimately, I went for U.S. Yep. Knowing that Germany would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. it's Germany, and it's it's the land of a million goals or seven. something like that. Um. Yeah. If you're Brazil, it's it's, it's seven times whatever you score. <laughs> um, man. But I would love to see a Germany Brazil final. Oh, that'd be great. I think that would that'd be, be that'd be great. That would be great. That would be so much fun to watch. So yeah. Um, if you guys are playing FIFA World Cup, tell us tell us what your experiences are. Are you picking a, a let's say 
I don't want to say shit team. Are you picking a shit, less shit than? <laughs> are you picking a less than favored team? And if so, what difficulty are you playing on, and how's it coming across? And um, let us know what you think. And uh, if, if you're playing the World Cup mode, Ultimate Team, let us know what you think on there. And let um, me know how painful it is for you that the United States is not in this cup because it's daggers in my stomach right now. Yeah, but I, I think we're close enough now that I can enjoy once it, we'll it starts, enjoy it for sure. It's it's gonna wash away. Yeah, I hope so. And we're just gonna be like, oh, here Soccer we go! Could, oh my god, it's, that'll be great. It's Russia. It's I a, cannot it's wait. A, it's a spectacle, man. You can't. <laughs> you can't I not know. love it's it. So much fun to watch. And you know, the second the the second the who is it, the first game is Russia and um, Saudi Arabia. No. Uh, Hold on. I feel like it's Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Russia and Saudi yeah. Arabia on the 14th at 10 a.m. I'll be at work. <laughs> they're, they're the... I will too, but I'll have my TV on because yeah. I work from here. Yeah. Um, nice. And they're the only ones playing that day. That's um, really weird. Yeah, and then you have three games on the 15th. Oh, that'd be great. Wait, is that right? Yeah. The, oh, because they're going to do opening ceremonies, ceremonies and all stuff, that. And so. Putin's going to be yeah. doing crazy shit. He's going to come out on a bear. Yeah, and like, painted like yeah, a soccer shirtless, ball. Yeah, with riding a riding bunch of soccer holding players. Holding Trump yeah. like a little baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> probably. So, Russia and Saudi Arabia, the 14th at 10 a.m. Um, I think Russia's going to take that one. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, they will. They'll be fired and, up. And all the U.S. Us not making it, that's all going to go away. We're going to be excited. Excited. So um, excited. Yep. And then the next day, we have Portugal, Uruguay. Oh, that's a good one. All right, well, it's Portugal and Spain, oh, sorry. Egypt and Uruguay, yeah. and Morocco and Iran. So we have two good games. Portugal and Spain? Oh. Yeah, that's going to be... That's the 1 p.m. Game. Oh, my God. Um, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, Egypt and Uruguay will be fun to watch. Yeah. Morocco and Iran will be Blah. fun to watch because it'll Sorry. be like it'll be like two babies boxing, <laughs> like like it'll be fun to watch because you know it's not going anywhere. I the the um, one thing I will remember about Iran was in the last World Cup that they were tied in the 90th minute against Argentina and it was zero zero, and they were talking about it. I forgot who the announcer was. He was saying like. This is the greatest performance of Iran's history. I'm like, it's zero zero. That's the I one know, thing I it's remember. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, who was was it? Julian Green that got the the extra time goal against Belgium. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was Julian Green. Dude, that was that that had me on my feet screaming because it was just such a like they subbed him in like 10 minutes before that so what happened was and i remember this vividly because i was i moved into this apartment i was watching by myself was um it went to extra time and then uh then they brought in the de bruyne scored the first goal and then lukaku scored the second it was two nothing and then they went to the second session and then literally off the bat, I don't know if it was like a free kick or something, but Bradley chipped it to Green, and he like towed it in, and then it was a beautiful. Oh, it was a shot. great play. And then um, uh, there was a free kick near the end, and Dempsey. Um, it was Bradley and Dempsey, and Bradley instead of doing a regular shot, did like a low pass that went under the wall, and Dempsey 
ended up the Superman header. No, 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 no. So what happened was oh, was this a so one? this is a different one. So this was a um, they were so Julian Green scored his goal, and then like five ten minutes later, Bradley had a free kick. And then he passed it. Instead of doing like the typical shot into the into the wall and having a bunch of guys try and head it, he did a low pass and passed it to Dempsey. And Dempsey like had the ball and he took a really heavy touch, and their goalie saved it. I don't know if you remember that, oh, but he saved it, I, I do. and that would have tied it two to two. He had like he, if he didn't touch, if he yep. didn't have such a heavy touch, he would have had an empty net. And right. then. Um, they kind of just fizzled out from there. But, yeah, that was – oh, my God, I'll never forget that game because it was – Howard had – he probably had – I think it was, like, a World Cup record. It was, like, record. 37 saves or something. Yeah, a World Cup yeah. record. It's, like, yeah, 18, yeah, 18 saves or something like that. It was crazy. He was a he was a beast. How, uh, Tim Howard. I want to say he had, like, 18 saves. Saves. Let's see. It was uh, – he set the World Cup record – um, with 16, 16 saves, yep. The most since 1966, he, which is whenever they started. And his, dude, these saves were like, they weren't just like they him were, batting it away, man. He was making some heroic saves. There were there were saves where he was up in the stands having a smoke and a beer, <laughs> and the shot was taken and he was there. He was like teleporting from one place to the next. It was crazy. Yeah, he had um, he had some great saves, but the team just was just lifeless, man. They didn't have they didn't have any fire until they were down to nothing. Julian Green nicked that goal, yeah, and then the, uh, they were really threatening in the second uh, overtime. Yeah, and that's that's what happened is we didn't play, but Tim Howard should. No, yep, that's right. Um, but I, I I think, um, I think ultimately I, I think the Superman goal from Dempsey was fantastic. Yeah. Whenever he just did that flying header, yep. like Superman, yeah, yep. like just. But ultimately, it was Goza, who, who made that World Cup the World Cup. Whenever he came in, at the end of the final, an extra time, and it was almost over. And they were about to go into to kicks. The Goza just comes in and he does this like sideways, almost bicycle kick, weird thing. Yep. yep. And it just knocks it in. And he, he had only been in for a couple minutes. And it was unreal. The the and my, I lost my shit. That was a that was a great moment, but I think the moment that everyone's gonna remember more than that was the seven to one. I think that was um I think that moment not that moment, but that game was yeah. in in not only that it was in brazil and i think that's what makes it so i bad. think um i think that seven to one is is it, it's crazy to it's crazy to say because soccer is just such a finicky and weird sport with what people actually remember i think people right. will remember if you ask them about that world cup like what do you re- remember about that world cup they won't say that germany won they'll say Dude, no, they beat Brazil be... seven to one. That was too <laughs> many crushed Brazil. They kept cutting to the crowd and like they showed like little kids just in tears and people and, and yeah, grown and... men and women were in tears and it was like, this is this is like their sport and that they were at home and they got absolutely set losing seven to one is like losing by seventy points in a basketball game. It's just right. I, I'll never forget when they when Germany went up. I think it was three to nothing and then. From there, there was it, they went back to the to the to the half uh, half circle, and like Brazil passed it and Germany stole it and like literally went down right. and scored again within 30 seconds after they scored their third goal. Yeah. And I was like, this is I've never seen anything like that. 
Yeah, and and for that game, I had uh, a couple friends over who were all Brazil fans, and I'm like, oh, guys, God. it's not gonna be a good game. I'm telling you, it's not gonna be a oh, good my game. God. Every time that Germany would score, Koi would run through like going go because <laughs> I had, I had been training her, um, which just kind of rubbed it in. But what I was most impressed with in that game is, I guess it was around the, I guess once they were up four. Once they once they scored their fourth goal, their celebrations were not. They that didn't even care, dude. They barely even like. They were like, "Hey, we scored." And then when Brazil, I'll never forget when Brazil scored their goal. Like Neuer was just like freaking out. It's like, dude, you're up seven to nothing. Pissed. Who cares? Yeah, they know, they scored their third and fourth sh- and fifth goals, and they were just like, "Eh, okay." And, and that's what I liked about them is, is they seem to like they could have kept on going and doing the big crazy over the top celebrations for each one. Yep. But they, I, I think they realized, like Jesus man, we're, we're way, really, really killing we're, the hosts. Yeah, we're so much better than these guys. Let's tone it down. Let's just let's just play through the game. We're gonna try, but let's not go over the top and and none of their too much. none and of Germany's goals in that games were like. Really, that difficult? They were just like touch, 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 shot, open net, touch, touch, yeah. touch, shot. There was no, there was a couple of goals. There was this, there was one goal. I think the first goal where the guy smashed it in from just outside the box, and it was like pretty, a pretty solid goal. But the rest of them were just technically goal, yeah, goal. I mean, every one of them was just pass, pass, pass. And then uh, um, the seventh goal was that guy who's he's in. Um, He's in MLS now. I can't remember him, but he had a really nice goal that like bounced off the post. Um, uh, he's he their striker, their main striker for a while. He's an older guy now. I don't think he's on their team, but um, um, he, I know you know what I'm talking about. I can't think of his name. Um, Schweinsteiger is it? Bastian Schweinsteiger. Yeah, Schweinsteiger. he had a really good goal too. But I mean, it was just like he was even like, eh, cool. I scored seven, seven nothing. <laughs> right. And and, and uh, or or Cruz no Cruz is still playing uh, over there. Yeah, Mueller had a couple goals in that game. Um, Cruz, yeah, Schweinsteiger had the seventh one. Um, uh, Kadira uh, had that, a couple. I mean, it was just a it was a Schweinsteiger. Yeah, it was just yeah. a mess. Or or was it Mertzacker? No, Schweinsteiger had the had no, the crazy seventh goal. Yeah, he had a really nice goal, and he was just like, "Yeah, I scored, cool." Yeah, and then it. Uh, I mean. Then at one thirteen in the final, Goza comes in and, oh, and man, finishes it crazy. off and puts Argentina down. Man, if we would have been friends at that point, I don't think we would be now. Because <laughs> um, it would have just been, it would have been too much because yeah. that game was so oh, intense. It was, so, it was, it was a really good game. It, even though it was zero zero most of the game, it was, in, I mean, it was intense, man. It was, you could feel the nerves. Oh, it was crazy, dude. Like I was up and down the whole oh, time. Oh, it was great. So, so we have E3 to hold us over until Monday, cool. and then we have a day of rest. And then the 14th is, is it Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, Thursday. That was Thursday, yeah. So, yeah, so we get we get our little E3 World Cup weekend. Cool. So we can finish digesting E3 stuff, and then we're ready for the World Cup on Thursday. Look forward to it. And... We're not going to do any more podcasts about it. Once every four years, Andy and I will get to get on here and wax poetic about sure. our our favorite major event. Ever. We might have to um, do we, me and you, might have to do a after it's all over. We'll do kind of, maybe we can do a recap of it if you're if you're interested because I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we we may do that. We'll we'll see how well this one's received. Yep. I I fully believe that 
our audience has interest outside of just video games. Oh, for sure. And even though this is video game related, I think that they also can like sports. Oh, for sure. And probably play sports. So I don't think there's a reason that they would not enjoy this. But we'll see how well it's received. Right. And if you guys if you guys want us to do a wrap-up or cover other sports, let us know. I mean, we're, you know, Gaming Story is growing. Um, hit us up on Twitch. Uh, we've been doing giveaways on Twitch for all kinds of good stuff. Uh, subscribe. Be a follower. Throw us some bits, whatever. You know, we're affiliated now, so you can do fun stuff. Um, Throw Andy 50 bucks. How's that? Yeah. Just um, we have so we have Twitch is Twitch is going strong. YouTube's coming up pretty soon, cool. but hit us up on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash gaming story TV. I'm streaming there like three or four nights a week at least, if not more. Um, gaming underscore historia on Twitter, gaminghistoria.com, contact at gaminghistoria.com. That's where you reach us, and you can leave comments. Uh, on this article, which is on the Gaming Historia site under podcasts under Gaming Historia. So, um, oh, and then also wanted to throw it out there. Summer's up. Or summer's here, finally. Which sucks for Texans because it's uh, Dude, brutal. it's been the same here. It's been like 70 every day. Yeah. I don't I don't get summer. It's just it's just like fall, nicer fall. We've, we've broken 100 a couple Holy times. Holy Jesus. Yeah, so, but with summer here... Some of you guys may be, some of you listeners may be looking for something to occupy your time between, you know, college starting back up or school starting back up. If you're interested in, you know, internships or volunteering on the site, getting little portfolio stuff, doing videos, writing, possibly podcasting, whatever you're interested in, reach out to us, uh, contact at gaminghistory.com. Just say that you're interested in jumping in. And we'll talk and see. And if nothing else, you can come on for a while and, and see how you like it and get a little bit of a uh, resume going of your journalism and, uh, you know, reviews, review copy can come your way, news, all kinds of stuff. A lot of fun stuff you can do with it. And cool. It'll, it'll let you kind of, we don't expect anything more than what you can put out. So if you guys are interested, reach out to us. So we're going to start putting this in the end of each podcast for the summer, just so you summer kids can join us and, and start padding your resume with some writing and stuff, which will be edited and posted and you'll be seen by ones and ones of people. Um, so it, it'll, it's more than ones and ones, <laughs> twos and twos. but uh, yep. There's, I think we have our fourth visitor uh, so far. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> But the same thing on Twitch, if you like to stream and you want to practice your streaming a little bit more. We started streaming a week ago and we're at over 50 followers. So that's growing fast. So, you know, you can hone your stuff. If you're interested, reach out to us. We're we're looking for some people and I'm I'm looking for different places to catch you. And if podcasts are your thing, we got a whole bunch starting in August. And we need people who know stuff about things and stuff. It's important to know stuff about things. Yep. So, uh... I want to thank Andy for showing sure. up. You'll be hearing the two of us talking all things old school in August whenever Chris and Andy's excellent adventure goes live. Um, if you haven't listened to the Cobra Kai episode, go listen to it. Jesus Christ. It's, it was fantastic. Um, but that is going to be its own show in August. That's our first announcement of one of the new shows. Is Chris, Col- or Chris and... Uh, Andy's excellent adventure 
where we're going to talk about when we were kids and we were able to say stuff that you can't say today. So. Last thing before I sign off, um, and I wrote an article about this. It's getting posted next week. Um, and this is going to take a real heavy turn real quick, but um, oh, man. rest in peace I to my friend Anthony Bourdain. Um, and yep. uh, this has been a very tough week for people and have higher power, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. So, Kate Spade, yep. Um, yeah, look for that article to come out. But do do please, if, if you can – because um, this is my industry. If if you have any inkling of something going wrong with someone in your life, be it, be an advocate, be 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 passionate, speak out for them. Because sometimes people just want to hear you listen. So, um, Anthony Bourdain, great life, rest in peace, my brother, and uh, Kate Spade as well. And uh, it's been a tough week for losing losing some great people. And um, hopefully, this mental illness stigma that kind of plagues us can. Um, start to take a positive spin and we can start to help people that need the help. Yeah. And, and we're going to go down that path. I've, I think I've talked about it before the, that I deal with, uh, anxiety and panic disorder yep. and, yep. and I'm always here. If anybody wants to reach out, I'm by no means going to give you medical advice, but I can tell you how I deal with it. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for and, me, it was, I've always had this, and I've, I mentioned this in the article, but I've always had this kind of this false narrative that money and fame brings you happiness. And clearly, over the past no. week, I've learned uh, that is the absolute opposite. Yeah, I, I don't think anything except for you brings you yeah, happiness, and, yeah. and the people around you. Uh, you can you can be homeless, surrounded by other homeless be happy. people that you yeah. love, and you'll be happy. Yeah, and you could be like, yeah, um, Anthony Bourdain, Kate Spade, uh, two great people. Um, this country is in the world is better off for having met them and it's funny in the article just real quick i just for the first time last sunday i watched his show and it was funny yeah. because it was literally the first time i actually sat down and watched his show and then the next Jeez. week he he uh he uh he died so um yeah i've always but i've always in passing have said like what a cool life this guy has i mean he's traveling the country and meeting people and eating food and you just you never know what's going on in a person with their life and what they portray right. is not what necessarily is going on with them. So um, the number one thing I've learned in my in my background as a counselor is just go with your gut. If there's something that doesn't seem right, you you will never you can never do too much. You won't you won't be the person that sets said person over the edge. Be their advocate. Ask them if they need help. Ask them if they want to talk to somebody. Be there for them because you might you might be able to save someone's life. And that's a very powerful thing. There's a, there's a quote from my dad. I guess it's not a quote. It was a, a discussion I had with my dad. Yep. Um, there was an issue going on that I, I didn't know what to do. It was to help one of my neighbors. Are you, are you about to say but, Teddy like, Roosevelt's quote? No, okay, I'll not. say his after you um, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, so it was an issue with a neighbor. It was, <clears throat> Big issue. I didn't know which way to go on it, if I should get involved or not. Called my dad, said, I don't know what to do. This was like 11 o'clock at night, trying to figure out what to yep. do. And he said, if something happens to your neighbor tonight, will you be able to sleep? And I said, nope, I'll talk to you later. And hung up and went and did what I had to do. Yeah. And that's the way you got to look at it. If if there's an inkling of anything around you going wrong, think if you're going to be able to sleep if you didn't help. If, if in the next morning they're not there, it's going to haunt you that, that you didn't do it. And a that's that's what pushes me to do that is yeah the teddy roosevelt quote i might be butchering it and i apologize but it's it goes something like this the best thing you can do is the right thing the second best thing you can do 
is the wrong thing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. So even if what you do is wrong, you can learn from that. So and we, we had some uh, at my at my school the other day, we had some uh, security training. And basically what the guy told us and summarized everything is do something. Even if it's the wrong thing, do it because you can recover. If, you, right. if you're inactive, that's when things happen. So don't ever feel like you're the cause of, of that person, you know, entering or, or going off the edge. But if you feel like something's wrong, just do something. So that's what we've learned over right. the past week with these people, with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, is um, you just don't know. You never know. And if you are around these people and you have that suspicion, just talk to them. You'd be surprised yeah. at, at, you know, that they just want to talk to you and they need help. So uh, it's been a tough week. So I, I figured I'd throw that out there for a couple of, uh, of uh, people that deserve our, our attention. Yeah, I agree. And we're the the article has nothing to do with gaming or anything we do, but it's important. Yeah, no like, doubt. Like we said, no gaming doubt. story is not just games. No. Um, we need to recognize those important people that have an influence on our lives, but understand yeah, that they're and, people. And, and even the ones that aren't famous, if we get, yeah. you know, if something comes up, we're uh, things that happen. We're going to cover some other stuff that's going on. We just have to get to it, and we got to do our research and. We're never going to go after something without nope. real information on for it. Sure, so for sure. there's some other big issues, PTSD, all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff that's going oh, on, yeah. drug epidemics, you know, all all these different things um, that some of us have experience with, some of us don't. They may show up on podcasts to talk about it. We will hit those things absolutely. Um, Look forward to in it. time. So, so even though we're gaming Historia, it's not just gaming. Gaming is just our escape and our way to have fun and what connects us as a community. Um, but we all have our roles to play in that community. Sure. Some of us some of us are quiet and play our games and have fun. Some of us are loud and never shut up like Andy and myself. That's, so, that's right. you know, but but that's how it works. Absolutely. So, yeah, you'll you'll see some more stuff popping up as these kind of things happen and you'll start seeing more and more news. So, yep. um make sure you check that article out and we will. Did you put in the article the uh hotline or whatever it is? I did not. I did not. We we will get that in cool. there. So if you have questions, make sure you look up the, the hotline. I think it's the – is it the Suicide Prevention Hotline? Suicide Prevention Hotline, hotline. hotline. yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's a very popular one that people can, can call. Or there's a crisis hotline also. Just Google it. You'll find yep. something. Yep. Even if you're not the one that's thinking about it, if you think somebody is, call oh, yeah. them. Say, say, hey, I have somebody I know. I'm not sure what's going on. What do I do? They're – they're going to walk you through it. They're going to help you. Get I, I think, I think the mind. lesson is that you are never the person that sets that person over the edge. So you asking like, Hey, are you okay? You could potentially save their life. So just right. be that person. That's their advocate. Cause they need somebody in their life. That's, that's what it takes. Yep. Talking, talking to each other is what makes us human and it's happening less and less. these Yeah. Days. It's all social so, media. That's another yep. story. So <laughs> with that, reach out to us at contact and we'll talk at you. Yep. So no doubt. Uh, so all right. Well, get ready for August. Whenever Andy and I return with uh, our excellent adventure, have a few more episodes before the end of the month uh, with all the different shows. We can cover E three a little bit. Talk about some of the stuff that happened there. And right at the end of June, July will be off. August will be back with your regular shows plus a slate of new goodness. Cool. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you for showing up, Andy. Appreciate Anytime. it.